to a new episode of Scarves Up. I'm your host, Nathaniel Mamoudis, and it was a great performance for the guys in green this week. It's time to bring in my co-host. You know him. You love him. David Mamoudis, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Fun game against SEC. We're going to get to that. you get to the story the big announcement that came out the day after we podcast last time uh, to talk about the national team, look at the standings and the 538 predictions, and we'll also uh, preview the Sounders' next game, which is in Vancouver. We go, so we will start with the announcement came out day after, have, and on, on our last podcast, we talked about. How it seemed like Dempsey wasn't getting involved that much. But I don't think we were expecting him to make a definitive announcement. In the middle of the season, it was announced Dempsey has retired. Being just like other um, Seattle favorites like uh, Ken Griffey Jr. And retiring uh, mid-season for this season. Not big a loss. Um, For U.S. soccer, big loss. You ask me? He's the best... um, He is the best um, American soccer player to play the game today. Yeah, and it'll be interesting. You know, will we see other people like him with his creativity? You know, obviously it didn't seem likely he was going to play a role in the next World Cup. So, you know, we were going to have to move on from him anyway, most likely, but still a big loss. Dempsey, uh, while he uh, played for uh, FOAM and won team awards, then also with Tottenham for one year, um, the only real trophy, the only real league trophy he won was um, MOS Cup and... He was sidelined with an irregular heartbeat, but I don't think he, you can't take you can't. I'm not. I'm not bringing that up to say that um, it's it's amazing he didn't win more more trophies than that because he also won gold cups. He won um, other things. Um, even if he had won zero trophies, you gotta just admire the player, admire the goals he did score. Um, when he scored for Fulham against Juventus. Um, that's up there as a lot of Americans' favorite goal uh, ever. Score of only American to score in three different World Cups. Um, I'm always going to remember him scoring 30 seconds into the 2014 World Cup against Ghana in the group of death. Uh, then later would get... He got a broken nose in that game. Um, When he uh, first came uh, to the Sounders, it seemed like uh, we mostly had uh, Eddie Johnson to think because he was friends with um, Eddie Johnson. He said he either wanted to go to Toronto, L.A., or Seattle. So thank you, Johnson. But um, uh, is this the last time you think we will see him playing or... What's next for Clint Dempsey? Do you think he'll... Um, the consensus seemed to be bass fishing. 
Uh, but yes, he's going on. Um, he's going on a uh, an Alaskan fishing trip. You know, he's got four fairly small kids, so perhaps we'll see him on the sidelines of youth soccer games. It's true. I don't expect to see. Um, uh, would be interesting to see if uh, I popped up. Uh, he was a parent of one of the kids' games I was refing. Um, but I would be surprised if we I see him back in a professional uniform. I don't you know, think. I, I just don't think he's will stoop to the level that. You know, say Landon Donovan might. Uh, no, he he's he he has much more class, um, much better attitude, and uh, much un, much more understanding of what uh, retirement means. Um, and uh, yeah, and it, yeah, I think he's doing this at the at the right time. It's the right time for Clint Dempsey. He's not going to a World Cup. He's, he doesn't have the speed or the mentality that he used to. Um, he's not playing much. Um, but still, great leader for the Sounders and uh, all teams he played on. Uh, don't expect him to be a commentator, though. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if he chooses to be a coach or a commentator. He didn't say. Uh, I, I don't expect him to do that much. He's never really been big into interviews. He's not much of a talker. He didn't actually say any words. Um, when he wasn't, uh, when he was announced as a sounder, he didn't he didn't say anything. And then uh, at the game against SKC, he didn't say anything. Um, yeah, but we will have to see. Uh, you know, we'll see how he chooses to make his life going forward. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I well, I don't uh, I don't expect him to uh, definitely put on another sounders uniform and. Uh, Uniform, but right now he will stay tied with Freddie Montero for the all-time. Right, obviously Sounders it's interesting record. that he was tied for both the Sounders scoring record and the, and US the men's U.S. men's national team scoring record. Now, I really want him to get caught up to the national team one more time, and I'm actually surprised that he did it. They did. They they did made like home montages. There was. Um, Headlines for the longest period of time when Landon Donovan retired. And Clint Dempsey is a thousand times better than Landon Donovan in my book. And, and yeah, uh, so Bobby's obviously book. we don't really know how much why his doesn't injury... he did, Why doesn't he get a, a send-off game? We don't know how much his injury is really limiting him. Um, but yeah. And uh, we don't want, I don't want him to be tied with Landon Donovan. We, we want all of Landon Donovan of Landon Donovan's awards to be erased because uh, Landon Donovan just like Mark Birch let's throw the garbage away so let's okay. move on to the game against SKC now now that we are done um, throwing away the garbage yeah, SKC you know coming on a, a streak of four shutout wins uh, riding high in the standings, coming into CenturyLink, looking to break the Sounders' winning streak. Tied with the uh, Sounders uh, at the time being for the longest wing winning right, streak. Right, so that just gives SKC an extra reason to uh, try to prevent the Sounders from taking all three points. And at the very beginning of the game, it looked like they were well on their way, right? Just after two minutes. Uh, yes, they scored in in the uh, second minute. We were still uh, running up to our seats after being on the field uh, for the opening uh, ceremony. Uh, 
uh, uh, holding our giant flags, um, and uh, going up the stairs, we look we look over, and there's SKC celebrating. On the replay, the sounders sort of stopped. No whistle. I don't see any foul. Even right. if even if Marshall maybe gets um, gets touched in it down, I don't think Ma- it's a foul. Marshall and then no handball. Definitely uh, not a handball. The, it's a good finish. The clearance kind of looked like maybe they thought it was a handball. In the end, it's a good finish, and yeah, yeah. Um, Fry doesn't even move. Fry's complaining, but uh, good goal. Uh, then uh, just a little bit later. Uh, they play, uh, uh, ball gets played, Harry Ship, uh, plays it, Graham Zussi is way, way too high up, Brad, uh, so, and he misses his tackle, tries to lay out to get, to get a touch of the ball, misses, which means he's completely out of the play, which means Brad Smith can go down the line, um, uh, I go para because Graham Zussi is not there uh, anymore. Has to slide over, which then uh, leaves other players open. And one of those is uh, Roy Diaz, who has a very, very easy finish. Nothing Tim Melia can do about it. As Casey Keller would say, the simplest of touches at the far post. Uh, But yeah, for me, don't know what Graham Zussi was thinking. Um, We like... That uh, we don't know what he was thinking, but he should never be uh, that far up. So then he the half one tied one one. Uh, and and for most of that first half, they were the better team. We've uh, we've seen that close before. to sixty percent possession. Um, lot a, a weird game. Lot of ball just staying. The ball kept being in the air. It was hardly on the ground in the first half. A lot of bad passes. Um, couple of times for Fry, uh, he'd row it out, then def- defense would have a hard time getting it away, and then some chances uh, were not taken. Um, there were two chances in the first half for SKC. I have no idea how they didn't score. Um, have one, one that went where they, where they shot it, and it went on top of the goal, and we thought it was in, uh, especially when the ball sat and how the teams were both reacting. And then there was another one uh, where just a clean, clear um, just miss of the left post. Um, yeah. So they had the chances. It's been nice that the Sounders are getting the lucky bounces they didn't get at the beginning of the season. You know, you need some luck to keep this winning streak going. So then, in the second half... So, uh, Nicholas Ladero would play Harry Ship down in the uh, corner of the box. We'll also go over the lineup uh, now. So we had Brad Smith, Kihi, Marshall, uh, Leardam. Good to see him after... Uh, looked like he after he took some knocks uh, against Portland. Um, Alonzo Svensson... Uh, Ladero, Ship, uh, uh, Rodon, uh, and uh, Roy Diaz. Um, at halftime, seemed like Will Bruin was going to come in uh, earlier, uh, earlier. But then, uh, right, just right after half, the game just changed. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, get the first, we get the first goal of the second half. Go ahead, 2-1. Um, Harry Ship is putting it up. This is a cross, not a shot. Um, and Takes lucky deflection off your favorite. And uh, again, player. it's Graham Zusi gives up the first two goals. It does go down as an own goal. Um, they announced it as Harry Ship, but uh, then it was later changed to an own goal. Well, which is the the right uh, comparison because Harry Ship uh, was not was not trying to chip. It was not a golazo as Unimas commentator said it was. It was just another own goal. Lucky the deflection week in heading the in at the top corner. Then the third goal uh, was a penalty kick. Uh, Nick, that uh, Ner- Nicholas uh, Lodero would end up taking. Um, just slotted home easy. 3-1. Um, I had no no argument uh, on the PK. What about you? Um, you know, it was one of those cases where Icopara was pretty close to the shot as it was taken, but his arm was just too far out from his body, and you just can't afford to do that. And yes, he is. His hand. He's um. He's running, and his hands are in your in like a normal running position. But I think is uh, in saying that his hand does move up to make himself bigger uh, when the ball's passed. So, uh, it's a close call, but, uh, I think it's a right call. And it's definitely not getting changed once, uh, uh, they make that call. So there would be a red card in this game. Uh, it would happen after Johnny Russo, who came into the game as a substitute, um, oddly, expected him to start, uh, after he went down, uh, he went, he went down, then was in the box, uh, come back, uh, and, and, uh, they're getting medic first. We think it's just a head injury because he's had it holding his arm, his head, um, which makes no sense. Then after a long period of time, they go to VAR, they come back, and they give Marshall a red card. I have no idea where this comes from. Well... It's not a red card. At all. Commentators seem to agree with you. You can see that Marshall does come across to block the shot. He does block the shot. After he blocks the shot, I think it looks possible that his studs go into the far leg of Russell. Again, we'll look for more definitive replays. No. Okay, not yeah. saying they were not even on this field as the other at the same time. He thinks the referee has been bought off. Uh, no, I don't think... Um, no, I, I never would say anything uh, like that. Sure. But, but in this in this play, where Marshall, Marshall is looking at the ball the entire time, uh, and uh, looking at the ball the entire time, his studs are down, his... Foot, his foot goes in. It, uh, uh, Russell kicks the ball into Marshall's foot, which Marshall has put his foot there because he's because of the ball's rolling path. So, even if Russell doesn't kick the ball, then Marshall 
will pl- will uh, kick the ball. So it hits Marshall's foot, and then Marshall's foot after it kicks the ball while he's because st- Marshall's turning to the right. Right, and obviously right. you can make the case that the path of Mar- Marshall's foot was probably affected by the ball crashing off of it. So he so turns. He, so he even tur- if he does make contact with Russell after that, it's but at he, least because but the he, ball hit him. Yes, but he took. He's he's playing the ball. He's watching it the entire time. Uh, we tell you, if it's a slide tackle, if you get the ball first, you you can't go uh, go through the man to get the ball. You can get the the whole purpose of a slide tackle. Uh, and the good slide tackles is you get the ball and then the man might trip. Right. Though, to be honest, these days, when your cleats actually make contact with the man, just having gone through the ball... His foot! Just having gone through the ball is not foot, considered an excuse. His foot did touch Johnny Russell's shin. Were the studs showing? No, they were not. The okay. only way... We'll see better they replays. Said, we'll see what the disciplinary committee has to say about it. Anyway, it made the last 10 minutes of the game a little more interesting. Sounders down to 10 men, had to scramble a little bit to defend. Luckily, we could bring in a competent uh, center back. Uh, yes, and it's, it's good when we got Roman Torres on the bench. So even if the um, they don't uh, rescind the red card, uh, we'll just slide in Roman Torres. So it's not the end of the world because we don't have to uh, play uh, Tony Alfaro just yet but they say it's already they're saying it's a red card because of dog so i don't see that either because contradictory the, things it could have been dog so it could have been endangering the safety if it, they think his studs his went studs into the are not showing side. and it's definitely not dog so dog so because johnny russell is going towards the corner not the goal and you can't uh, there is no one. It, it is uh, just Fry, but he's going towards the corner, so it can't be a red. So, so it can't be a red anyway, card for we'll see for what the disciplinary committee says. Possible it'll be changed. Uh, possibly we'll someday hear more of an explanation from Piero. Uh, last ten minutes. Yeah, uh, Targi. Last ten minutes. Referee getting booed. Uh, with uh, no end, uh, Roy Diaz taking off, uh, putting Bruin, Roman Torres, uh, uh, also uh, Ladero uh, went off as well, and the Sounders were able to hold the 3-1. Uh, um, Brad Smith had a chance to score his first goal as a Sounder. Uh, uh, he put it over... Uh, although it would not have counted because he was offside. Uh, one thing that happened in this game that uh, you don't see quite often or you don't see it happening three times, maybe only one time, uh, is the referee was being um, very consistent on if you kick the ball away, you're going to get a yellow card. Uh, what do you think of that? Um, you know, obviously it seemed like... It, it is a rule. You know, the the two occasions where he did hand out the cards, one to each team, were less egregious than the ones he had warned for previous. So it seemed more that he felt once he had done the warning, he had to give out the cards. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyway, it's a tough job. He was trying to do it the best he could. Um, 
aside from the red card, I have no big complaints over how the game was officiated. Brian Schmetzer said in his press conference that they always are trying to defend their players. He hadn't seen the replay yet, but they uh, would try and make a case. It, uh, it seems like uh, if they think they have a good chance of getting it rescinded. And I think they have a very good shot. So for the Sounders, head up to Vancouver. Uh, international break, four Sounders are going away. Roman Torres, Svensson, uh, Jordi Delem, uh, uh, also five, I get, uh, Christian Rodon um, got called up. Uh, so a couple, a couple players um, going away. But to I'm represent hopeful, their hopeful Ro- Roy Diaz is going back. They all will be back um, for the rest of the, for the rest of the season. Um, also, uh, Felix Tankum. It seems like we might get to see him in the Sounders uh, uniform as he his surgery after an injury was successful. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, they're two friendlies for the U.S. national team, but they're playing um, Brazil and Mexico. Uh, and with Mexico, it's never a friendly. Uh, what is? What can you take away from the? What is there anything you can take away from these two friendlies? Uh, just after the World Cup. You know, we'll see the the U.S. trying to evaluate the young players and sort of try to put together what will be our. Real squad heading into the Gold Cup, and, and they and they still don't have a coach. They still have not named any official coach, and I, I and, and and they're saying it's a rebuilding season, and until they name a coach, uh, I don't see how they can really do that. Right, but they're. I mean, again, they're trying to find who the um, core of the of the upcoming team will be, and you know, obviously, we as Sounders fans would love to see. Uh, Christian Roldan and um, DeAndre Yedlin. DeAndre Yedlin also called up. Uh, We saw him him this weekend not only in the big crowd of celebrities saying thank you uh, Deuce uh, scored his first ever Premier League goal at the Etihad Stadium uh, Manchester City's home after a week where he had an assist and an own goal. Uh, he was the only only Newcastle player uh, running into the box on a cross um, and uh, tied the game up uh, 1-1 uh, at that point in the game. Uh, but it's great to see Yedlin, uh, one of our favorite Sounders, getting involved and uh, happy that uh, hopefully... Uh, he will get to be in another World Cup uh, again after the U.S. failing in 2018. So, all right, let's go over this next game against Vancouver. Both teams have a break. We look at the standings uh, right now. Vancouver has played 27 uh, Sounders have have played 26. Vancouver have one less point uh, than the Sounders. Uh, 
overall thoughts on how this game is going to go uh, for the Sounders. On the road, they're going to try to be extending their uh, win streak to nine. Right. I don't know if that will actually affect Spencer's desire to play for a win rather than a tie, uh, which often... I don't think he. Road. I don't think he ever. I don't think um, the Sounders are a team that they ever actually play for a tie. Well, he's come out in some five defensive back sets, you know, which is what you think of as playing for a tie. But we don't play in the traditional Jose Mourinho form sure. where you play where they are always planning to score zero goals. Uh, them, I don't expect right. to go to go. To, um, but I would also guess to this, a five at back, especially if Marshall's gone, and just on how our formation now is working, uh, right, I I'd still like to see Bruin um, start. And, and I uh, think that's what I meant. This is unlikely to be the time where you see the Sounders come out in a uh, two forward set. You know, we'll probably see the same um, same lineup except for same lineup. I'm gonna say except for Harry Ship will not start, and Victor Rodriguez will be back because it seems like he's pretty close to full recovery. Didn't, wasn't on the bench, wasn't, didn't start against SKC, but it seems like he should be back this next game against Vancouver. So, score prediction for uh, this game at BC Place. Figuring out, figuring out if we're going to be in the building for this game, but it should be a good one either way, if we're there or not. Uh... Score prediction. What do you what are you gonna guess? I'm going to predict a one-one draw. Uh, with uh, Rui Diaz getting a goal. Uh, obviously, I'd love to see the win streak continue, uh, and we'll hope that we can do that. We said it last. We said last week um, that it was going to be Torres's time. I'm gonna say really annoyingly, Marshall does not. Um, does not, uh, he does not get, get uh, he's not able to play in the next game. Um, and Roman Torres starts, and Roman Torres scores the only goal of the game, 1-0. Um, we're going to shut down Alfonso Davies. Uh, and uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun game. Probably someone's going to get thrown out. 1-0 uh, for me. Now let's take a look at how the standings and the other games in the week uh, happened. Uh, so the, our game was the first game uh, of the week. There were some midweek games that happened uh, that were pretty pretty big. Uh, Portland uh, ended their losing streak uh, as they beat Toronto FC 2-0. San Jose beat FC Dallas 4-3. And then later they would get eliminated from uh, contention uh, this this weekend as they lost. Uh, DC United lost to Philadelphia. That was a big one after. Uh, and then DC United would um, regain uh, some strength as they beat Atlanta uh, 3-1 to today. And uh, New York beat Houston 1-0 on their road to clinching uh, the first playoff berth. Uh, Montreal uh, beat the Red Bulls 3-0. And as we enter um, 
kick cancer month, so all the nets will be golden for the month of September. Uh, New England and Portland tied 1-1. Orlando, Philadelphia 2-2. Columbus, New York City FC 2-1. FC Dallas uh, took home the Texas Derby uh, as they beat Houston 4-2. Toronto FC versus LAFC. It was the matchup of the Bradleys. Um, I read a lot into this game uh, uh, before uh, it happened. and uh, uh, It's pretty... You wouldn't really, you would, I don't know if you would guess this or, or not. It's like the traditional father's parent, son thing um, in which they both, in uh, which Bob Brady said he's watched every Toronto game and every game Michael Bradley has played in. And that was the same with Michael Bradley. He's a big LAFC fan. Um, I guess if you're Michael Bradley's mom, uh, you have the real hard decision to make. Who who do you think she's rooting? She was rooting for in this game. Good game. Uh, Tie. Yeah. Hard no fist fight. Uh, definitely. I'm guessing they probably had a, a fun night. Uh, they were they probably were able to spend uh, today together before uh, Bob flew back. Uh, RSL beat the Galaxy 6-2. Last week, they beat the Gal- They beat um, Colorado uh, by uh, 6-0. So, 12 goals. Uh, they've led 12-2 uh, in their last um, two games. RSL on fire, a lot of good ga- goals in that. Vancouver, they beat San Jose 2-1. to one. And then, of course, the last game was D.C. United uh, versus Atlanta. 3-1 was uh, how that finished. There are some games happening uh, this uh, weekend uh, between the international games. Uh, Portland will play Colorado uh, on the 8th. That's uh, hopefully Colorado uh, can stop Portland because Portland, we hate them. We look at the standings now, though. The Sounders again. We get to sit up uh, above the red line. We are tied with uh, with Portland on points and games. We are ahead of them because we have 12 wins and they have 11. Uh, FC Dallas is in first. Uh, LAFC is in second. They've FC Dallas has 49 points uh, on 27 games, and uh, LAFC has 46 on 27 games. Uh, but still, the Sounders really can't relax. Vancouver and LA Galaxy are just a couple of points behind. LA Galaxy are three points behind the Sounders, but they've played two more games more than the Sounders. Uh, after the LA Galaxy... Uh, who are in 8th right now. Then it gets a little more depressing as Houston and Colorado, uh, San, San Jose's out. Right, Minnesota Houston and Colorado are really pretty close to out, along with Minnesota. But really, you know, still the I, Sounders have to keep it going if we want to... And we go back to when, the, to when the Sounders were playing Minnesota. Minnesota 
it was looking like they they were in good form. They were looking like they were they had a shot. They were they were gonna get a, uh, above the line. Both teams uh, were playing well and were starting to get into a rhythm where it looked like they would move on. And Sounders won that game, and they are the ones who have made progress. Same with Houston Dynamo. They were so good last year. I mean, they, as we remember, they made it to the Western Conference Championship. Uh, what happened with them? Uh, what, what do you think happened, David? I really don't know. We look at the East uh, much, much closer uh, as the final spot uh, in the East is Montreal with 36 points in 28 games. Uh, they would be in they would be in ninth place uh, in the West based on how, how it's going there. Uh, New York Red Bulls clinched. Atlanta has played one less game than at New York and have one less point. Uh, Atlanta trying to win their first trophy ever, and that could be the supporter shield. New York City FC have 48. Columbus Crew have uh, 43. We'll see if the Columbus crew uh, stay still. It's going to be any day now they're going to announce if the Columbus crew are actually leaving. Um, you think they'll really announce that before the end of the season? I think they will. Yeah, I think we probably won't hear anything I think about it it's, I think they might be playing in Austin next year at some, at some temporary stadium while they build them another stadium. In the East, there's a little more separation between those 6, 7, and 8 teams. Seems a little harder for uh, D.C. United and New England and Toronto. But to D.C. United in, has but games in hand, and That's they true. have... Lots of home games. Lots of home they games. They can make that run. They have only, like, one more away game. The rest are at Audi, uh, Audi Field, which is uh, becoming... Uh, a fortress. Uh, they love Wayne Rooney uh, getting two assists and a goal uh, in their game against Atlanta. Looking like them old, their old self after a very, very tough start. Looking sort of having the season the Sounders had two years ago. So it is possible. Just have to keep making up those points. So the Sounders' next game is against Vancouver. It is on the 15th at 7. And uh, it should be a good game. That game uh, is not uh, national uh, televised. But uh, final... but uh, another Cascadia Cup match. Sounders are uh, uh, up top. To if they, the Cascadia Cup if, if they, they win, win, I think that, yeah, they would, they'll they take the it home. Uh, we'll also, uh, quickly remind you, the Sounders have now um, moved to having a, on 538, 91% chance of making the playoffs, 19% chance of getting a first round bye and a 6% chance of winning. Well, and, I'm uh, glad for that vote of confidence. I'm yeah. not quite feeling that secure about staying above the line. Well, it makes it, if you want to feel even better, Toronto has a 5% chance of making the playoffs. Okay. Anyway, 
Next game against Vancouver. Let's make sure that you keep your scarves up.